Hi, we're Gemma and Alice and we are not your typical mums. Join us as we continue to build a supportive, empowering community of fellow working mums. Showing you the reality behind the Insta life. Hopefully we'll be having engaging and relatable conversations from how to maintain a work-life balance, relationships and keeping your family above everything else. The goal? To show you that everyone can have it all, just don't expect things to be perfect. Hello, hello, welcome back to Not Your Typical Mums podcast. It's that time of the week. It is, and we are trying something new today in the fact that we are not in one home together. It's quite exciting. Yes, I know, quite exciting, I know. <laughs> we are trying out this split screen thing, aren't we? So my fault really, because I've not been feeling well, so I thought we would do a bit of a Try something different. Well, actually, you suggested this. Hang on, I was taking the glory then. You suggested this. Well, no, just that, I mean, I don't think it's your fault. Yeah. You you have been pretty poorly and we're trying to keep you as well as we can. Yes, keep that's, me healthy, we hope. That's, that's the plan, isn't it? Point. So, yeah. yes. Um, on the menu today, because I think I'm just going to read it as a bit of a list and then we're going to get into things. It's a shorter podcast, hopefully, because last week was quite long and heavy. This week, we're going to be touching on why I'm sick. So myocarditis is actually the condition I've got at the moment. And I'm just going to touch on that briefly. Then we're going to talk about Jaffa cakes because Alice has an aversion to Jaffa cakes and that offends me deeply. Um, yeah, you need to sort yourself out. We're going to talk about our hair because we just had a fun conversation about <laughs> hair. And we have two extremes. We are both quite, yeah, two different hairstyles here. It's really interesting. So this is why you have to go over to Patreon to actually see what we look like, because it um, could be interesting. And then we're also <laughs> going to go through our wins of the week. We don't have any whinges, which is surprising considering you've had a poorly daughter and I've been sick, but there's no whinge. But we're focusing on the win this week, I aren't mean, we? possibly as we chat, I'm going to come up with a few <laughs> things to think about, because I feel I wouldn't be me if I didn't do some whinging. She really um, likes to whinge. She does. Yeah, I do, but I like the whinging <laughs> kind of tongue in cheek sort of. I realise that life is good. Yes. Way. Yeah. See what I mean? It's sort you've, of. You've got a good outlook. We have a good sense of humour. I think that's what it is a slightly yeah. more sense of humour. So it's fine. It's fine. But we're going to focus I, on I, some whims. Yeah. I like to, you know, I like to balance. Anyway, so <laughs> I will stop talking about my ability. Okay, okay. Uh, no, I think because, I mean, I know we're, we're not going to dwell on, on you being poorly, but myocarditis, not something that I'd ever heard of until you oh, really? Okay, um, yes. And so I think, you know, and it has made you really poorly. So, and again, that's a whole, being a whole juggle with children, mumming, all of those things. So, yeah. you know, how how are you feeling yes yeah yeah no absolutely so I've been feeling off for about a week and then on Saturday last week I just felt really unwell I had a lot of chest pain um and I've had chest pain before I've had myocarditis twice before um but yeah I just didn't quite understand what was going on and then it was yeah quite early in the morning feeling unwell chest pain getting worse dizzy nausea cold sweats but me being me, I just went out anyway and kind of carried on with the day, as I do. I'm quite good at forgetting I'm ill or, you know, putting things off. And then later that day, it was when I called the doctor and they said, you need to go to hospital. I had an um, ECG, had some bloods. Luckily, they were fine. But then they said, yes, actually, it's your myocarditis that's come back again a third time. So now it's being investigated. But it's kind of, if you don't know, myocarditis is basically inflammation of the heart muscle. So it just means my heart's had an effect. Well, I've had an infection, like a virus bacteria or something maybe something's going on and that's gone straight to my heart my heart's now inflamed and it's basically just struggling 
it's under more pressure. It's finding it harder to pump the blood around the body, which is why my hands and my feet have been really cold for this whole period um, and having cold sweats and getting dizzy because, of course, it's not the blood's not going around quickly enough. Um, usually it's viral and it's just once and it's a one off thing. This is interesting where it's been three times for me. So that question is now being raised as to why that keeps happening. I have had a lot of other scans. I've had an echocardiogram. I've had lots of different things, but I haven't had an MRI. And that's what now we're going to do is a cardiac MRI to see if there's any scarring and see if there's any damage or anything going on from that side. Um, this is kind of then combined with the fact I have high cholesterol, which is really frustrating because it's genetic based and I'm waiting for treatment for that. I'm having some, I think it's called PK9 inhibitor injections. So once every two weeks, I'll have to jab myself to try to get my cholesterol down. So it's all kind of cardiac related, which we're thinking maybe it's a genetic component. So I'm having some genetic testing done, hopefully in the next few months. But it's just annoying. I'm not a great patient, as we've ascertained. I hate no. sitting still. You see, this is the thing. It's like you weren't feeling good last Saturday morning. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And with all yeah. those kinds of sort of like really low blood pressure, which is horrible. And yeah. Still rotten. I obviously would have, you know, laid on the floor and gone, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, however, are like, I'll just ignore this. Carry on. Um, yeah, we're just sauna. <laughs> push on through. Um, so I think there's a slight lesson here in the fact that sometimes mm. when you feel poorly, as we talk about quite a lot, yes. um, is that maybe it's okay for you to, I don't know, sit on a chair for a few seconds <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did get told at hospital, which was a bit, it was difficult because this time did present differently. I didn't have the same symptoms as I have before. So it was hard for me to understand what was happening. But they did say, yeah, you need to lessen your, I think it was lessen your threshold. You need to come to hospital sooner. Oh, okay. You know, but I just find it hard and I don't know why. I just find it very hard to rest, relax and... But I think I also... Know. As you say, it was totally different symptoms. So that's quite yes. to know that that's what it was. And mm -hmm. I think, I mean, much as I am a hypochondriac, um, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't ever take myself to a hospital. You know, I, I'm also not a person who would be like, oh, I better go to hospital because mm. it hurts or whatever. I mean, I'll moan and whine about it at home. Um, but... Yeah, I think it's quite yeah. a lot, isn't it, to decide you're ill enough to go to hospital. You don't want to burden them. I always, I think that's what it is. For me, I worked at the hospital for a period of time and I dealt with obviously very sick people, but then also people who were pretending to be sick or potentially really shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was really frustrating. And I very much, I don't want to put people under burden or be in the way or being annoying. So it's always somehow in, kind of ingrained in me just to kind of like, we'll only go there really if you're crawling on the floor arm hanging off maybe yeah. and because I do have tw you know twinges and tweaks and different things going on sometimes that I sort of think oh is that just fibromyalgia is that just something oh I'll be fine so that's probably where it's kind of deep rooted I just put things off which yes now pretty you know I know it's not a good thing and obviously it's my heart so I need to make sure any more pain I go and stuff it's just hard because you don't want to waste someone's time but then also I know it's their job but yeah it's a weird one yeah it's a tricky one isn't it and I think mm -hmm yeah it's sort of making that call which is yeah I, I don't know I yeah I, I can't think I've only ever sort of taken myself off to hospital a couple of times um, yes but yeah it's a tricky one on the plus side yeah you, are, you did go to hospital so yes. they did treat you give you the things that you needed so yeah you on the mend but 
you are not resting like (laughs) (laughs) I am I didn't lift any animal feed this morning I made the husband come with me and I did not lift any sacks I have chickens guys and um lots of pets but I made him lift all the feed so that was good well that's good I also do think though is that like your inability to just sort of sit on the sofa and rest is because you are choosing the wrong television programs to watch yeah, we discussed that this week. It was I was losing the will over on my social media. I was doing stories because I was so fed up. I mean, seriously, it was Bargain Hunt, um, Homes Under the Hammer. I mean, I was like, okay, well, this is depressing. I do, I but do I this. think you might be the only person who's ever watching this program. <laughs> it was just for me. Just for me. Well, guys, don't watch them because they're rubbish. Sorry, yeah, sorry I think, I think them, but not my thing. I think in these days of like hundreds of different streaming channels and yeah. like Netflix, Amazon, yada, 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 I think possibly you could have put some more time into finding something. I know. I was I was going to try and watch Sky and then a Sky cinema movie and then I got annoyed because clearly the password's been changed and no one's told me in the family. So then I got angry and I was like, well, I'll just watch this then and scroll on my phone and be upset. So it was, a, yeah, I didn't help myself in that situation. Yeah. But this does, I will say, lead us very happily on to Jaffa Cakes. And the reason being, because I was in work, I did pop into work this week and try to do some work in the office. And while sitting there feeling sorry for myself, I was presented with some lovely Jaffa Cakes that were gluten-free, which I really enjoy. And then we somehow figured out that Alice has an aversion to Jaffa Cakes, which I cannot fathom, but we did make them try one. But I think, I mean, I think I know that there's quite a lot of people that are sort of divided on Jaffa Cakes, aren't there? It's a bit like, aren't they? Well, I, I think I love Jaffa Cakes. Oh, okay. Maybe it's just me then that makes it's it up. It's just you. I can't. I mean, as I think I said to you in the office, I mean, I will declare I don't like Jaffa Cakes in the same way as I will often declare that there's quite a lot of food that I don't like. And actually, I haven't eaten it for 20 years. And so, so I said, I don't like Jaffa Cakes. You were aghast at this. Mm, and mm. so I said, OK, well, actually, I've probably not eaten a Jaffa Cake since I was, you know, six years old at a party. Um, <laughs> so I'll try one. And I, as we I still don't like Jaffa I mean, No, but hang on. You liked the initial bite. The initial bite, you didn't have any of the jam and you were happy. Yes. When it was just the chocolate and the cake, because we've ascertained it's a cake, not a biscuit, that whole yeah, that drama. Was, you liked that's it. Okay, that was okay. And then the I mean, second mouthful was when you went, oh, yeah. yeah. Because what's the, because mm. it's not like marmalade or jam. I mean, uh, uh, both things I also don't like, I, I will just point out. <laughs> <God>. um, <laughs> but it's like such a weird consistency. Like the taste of it's okay. okay. Yeah. But it's like jelly, but not jelly. <laughs> is that well no in the fact that i will sit and eat a bowl of jelly or even i mean not very often because i mean i don't think i spend a lot of time making jelly but okay. i would also break off a square of jelly from a packet and eat that and that's fine but this was sort of would like, you before it's yeah. cooked oh yeah oh. you've not done that no ah oh, it's delicious you're even meant to do that you're meant to mix it with water why would you do well, that of course <laughs> meant to mix it with water, but like it's really nice I, I swear I'm I am not the only one who does that. But that's literally like the orange layer of this. It's but just it, a cube, not a long. But it's not. What? It's a different consistency. It was sort of sticky and just. You're just weird. Seriously, it it's the best work. thing. It doesn't work with the cakey bit, like the dark chocolate on top. That was great. Yeah. yeah um, the cakey bit. I mean, and this could just be because they're gluten and. <laughs> milk free they were dry all, all dry. of the free mm. from stuff that you and i have to have they yeah. were probably when you eat a real jaffa cake oh it's delicious i'm sure that they're not dry mm. um yeah. they're big i mean i i'm gonna point out 
Um, those, for those who are listening and not watching, I mean, a gluten-free Jaffa cake is, I don't know, just slightly larger than a 50 pence piece. You could inhale it, couldn't you? you could. Gone. Um, but no, uh, the orange jelly thing, it was like sort of if you had, I don't know, like a cheap box of chocolates with sort of that type of chocolatey filling or orangey filling. So wrong with you, honestly. It's just a happy. It's a happy thing. You just sit there, you get it, you nibble around the chocolate, and then if you're really into it and you've got the time, you'll nibble all the chocolate off first. Then you eat the cake and you eat the jelly bit last on its own. They're meant to be eaten on their own, I think. Okay. So maybe I mean, we're going to do another test of this at some point. Probably not. You're like, you nearly spat it out. I was sitting there thinking, as you were just saying that, I was thinking, okay, maybe it's about the way I ate it. And then I'm like, do I want to do that again? <laughs> I have lived a fairly happy, <laughs> I can't remember how old I am now, 48 years, without being a regular Jaffa cake eater. I think you're um, just missing out, Alice. You are missing out. And I might just continue. Ah. What about the flavours? They do different flavours now. They do lime. They do, I think, blackcurrant, strawberry. They do different flavours. Is it the orange thing? Well, uh, I don't know. I know. I think it's a texture thing. Texture. I, I do think it's a texture thing, which, I mean, for, well, probably if my family are listening to this, they'll be laughing because I've, I've always been a fussy eater. I was just about uh, to say, you're a fussy eater, aren't you? I, I know it. You are. I, I am a very fussy eater. But I've got better as I've got older. And um, But a lot of things, I think, when I was little and being a fussy eater was about texture. If I think mm. about it now, in terms of the things that I will eat now that I wouldn't eat as a child, yeah. Um, yeah. a lot of that is about texture. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. There's unnecessary... I mean, as you were saying blackcurrant, I'm thinking, okay, that could maybe work. But no, I think it was a texture. I, I need okay. to try and find the right words to describe how that texture felt to me. Yes, um, you didn't do well so far with that. It didn't and taste I... like real food. I think that Thanks. might also... Okay. You know, I think like... just offended the whole population who love Jaffa Cakes, to be honest. I know. I know. <laughs> and, and actually, now I'm thinking about it in terms of the fact that, you know, I'd had like one Jaffa Cake once 40 years ago. Um, I don't think that, that May's ever eaten Jaffa Cakes because it's not something I would ever buy. Your poor child. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so Gemma's going to buy her Jaffa Cakes. Okay. Well, I don't, I mean, Chris might have bought her Jaffa Cakes. I don't know. Yes, but... what, secretly? And then out of the house, she eats Jaffa Cakes. She's not in the house. They've got like a little gang, they eat Jaffa Cakes. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. But do you do that? Because now I'm thinking, I generally, I mean, I yeah, shopping for the family or whatever. But, I mean, there are, obviously, because I have to eat, you know, tasteless food. But, um I don't tend to buy stuff that I wouldn't like. So, for example, I wouldn't think, oh, I'm going to buy Jaffa cakes for everybody. Like, I have another. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you do. Yeah, 100%. Of course I do, because that's why my whole family is gluten and dairy free and they haven't had a choice in it, the poor people. Yeah. You know, yes, I buy cheddar as well, but like I buy dairy for butter and Terry is now conditioned. Terry, my husband, is conditioned to now and having spread that's dairy free. He just knows to buy that at the shops. Yeah. And every flour I buy is gluten-free, so any meal is either made with corn flour. Like, they just, they yeah. don't realise that everything is naturally that way. Yeah, I do, I do, I, they don't eat gluten-free. I am the only one who eats gluten-free. Oh, OK. Um, but, I mean like that. But I think, well, it's like, you see, I'm not a big lover of certain fruits, and so it wouldn't occur to me necessarily to buy them, which is obviously yeah. really bad because children need to eat lots of fruit. Um, <laughs> and so... 
And then, that's oh, that's, that's the other thing I discovered. Was it last year or the year before? Having spent an entire lifetime saying that I don't like cherries and refusing to eat cherries. And then right. Chris, Chris bought some cherries, brought them home. And um, I was like, they're really nice. Cherries are lovely. I mean, so I think you've been missing out on a lot of food, to be honest. I think you need to open your eyes up a little bit and, you know, explore, Alice. Explore the food. It is. But that was, why, that was why I was brave and I tried to jump. <laughs> brave? <laughs> you weren't jumping off a cliff? Oh, my God. I was brave. I tried to jump a cake. I was brave. Well done, you. I was brave. It did feel brave. <laughs> to be fair, if it's the same way I feel about mayonnaise, then we'll let you have it because there's a no-go for me. So that would yeah. be one that don't ever present me with mayonnaise. There is actually a bottle in our fridge now because Reese asked for it once and apparently I was deemed a bad parent by my parents because I wouldn't allow him to have mayonnaise. So I said, well, he can have it, but I can't see it. So I keep putting it at the back of the fridge and somebody, Jaden, keeps bringing it to the front of the fridge because he finds it funny seeing my reaction to the jar. I can't walk past it in the shops. I can't smell it. Look at it. It's just, it's fat in a jar. It looks like wobbly fat. It's disgusting. It smells. I do understand it's just eggs, technically not the shop one, but like a real one, eggs and olive oil and things that I like separately. But again, together, oh, mm, evokes many reactions in me. Well, and yeah. even if I'm eating with the yogurt dressing on something and then my brain tells me it's too creamy, it must be mayonnaise, I will start feeling sick and I have to stop eating. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I have ever, I don't think I've ever had such an extreme. Mm, extreme that one. Yeah. I mean, personally, I love mayonnaise. Oh, don't even. Um, I don't know why we're friends sometimes. No, I know, nor do I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything I hate that much. It's bad. Mine's childhood trauma, though. My godmother made me have a laughing cow cream, like white sandwich on white bread with butter, and I had to eat it, and I didn't want to eat it because it was disgusting. But I could not get down from the table until I ate it. And I was sitting in her conservatory, oh. raining. Flintstones is on the TV in the background. This is how much I've been scarred. No, I remember the whole really setup. Yeah. yeah. And I still go on about this all the time. She can't believe that I'm 37 and still, you know, traumatized by this experience. And since then, I couldn't eat any white food. So it's actually childhood, you know, yeah, damage there. From my Mate, so this, is, this is extreme. And it didn't no. actually even involve eating mayonnaise. No, no, it's just white, just white food. Just, just anything white. But I will say the ironic thing is, yeah, I can eat tartar, which is maybe mayonnaise. Okay. Psychological, that doesn't make no sense then. No sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. It's very irrational. Okay. Yeah, so I, it's and I, a bit like yeah. my not liking Jaffa cakes. <laughs> Probably very similar, to be honest. But also, I will say why my first boyfriend didn't work out because he liked mayonnaise too much. Mm. Husband doesn't like mayonnaise. I've married a keeper. <laughs> oh that's i mean that's quite a, yeah yeah how do you base your relationships do you like mayonnaise no you're out Just can't have you sorry yeah, maybe i mean yeah maybe i've never done internet dating whatever but maybe that's a key thing that people should be thinking profile about. that's like top of the profile if you like mayonnaise keep scrolling yeah. don't even come knocking yeah see mm. <laughs> okay so we're weird we are we are weird right are. which brings us into and we're being very good today because we're we wrote a list of very organized um hair <laughs> yes well as you as you pointed out before like for those people who can own who are only listening to us um this is you know not good mm. so maybe we should try and describe it so i oh, yes <laughs> i lost a large amount of my hair um whilst having chemotherapy mm. and it's not um 
a bit of a caveat there, but most bowel cancer chemotherapy, you will not lose your hair totally um, like you would automatically if you had chemo for breast cancer or mm. certain other cancers. Um, so, but the one I was on this time, it makes your hair go really, really thin. And Gemma was a witness to the to the, yes, the transition thinning hair. Um, yes. And actually, I started off with really pretty thick hair, mm. so I'm quite lucky, so I don't lose all of it. But um, so I currently have, um, I don't know. Well, in my opinion, I have Lego hair at the moment. So the thickness has come back, but it's like a pixie cut type length, isn't it? Um, but looking at my hair last night in the mirror, I was suddenly thinking, you know, those little Lego figures where you just, yes. that that you just put on and yeah. it's a bit like a helmet. Yes. Um, that which is basically as far as I'm concerned what my hair now looks like I now can't unsee that actually I never thought of that before you said that now yeah. I can literally get a lego in a but yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so I feel that much as I've been trying to avoid cutting my hair because what I want to do is grow it again yeah I think that now it just looks like a lego hair helmet um but, but I think it, it definitely is growing because yes. even the other day, actually, and I think it depends on the styling because the other day we ascertained your hair likes being under a hat at the moment because when you take the hat off, yes. it kept it in a good position yeah. and it looked very good the other day. Very good. Yeah. And that, but I think as it continues to grow down, you'll have to do the classic of cutting the back up. Otherwise, you're going to end up very American hillbilly. Yeah, well, I mean, there is there is that slight mullet coming in. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to even, but it is growing. It definitely is growing. Oh, it's definitely growing, and the thickness is coming back, mm. Um, mm. which has been really good. And back in, I just said back in February, but obviously we're not actually even in February. Um, back in, December, <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you mean last year? I did have all the mullet bit cut off the back, um, but yes. yeah, I just think, it, and it's great. I mean, I'm really happy that it's getting thick again because in yes. fact. I don't know, several years ago when I was having chemo, um, it took such a long time for it to get back mm. to the thickness. So it's definitely done better this time. But yeah, now I can't unsee the Lego thing. No. Um, and the fact that I can't dye it either. So I've got big sort of white and grey bits in. I mean, it's a delight. It's um, a delight. I also did think that uh, your wonderful hubby, Chris, said you look like a possum earlier. You obviously then clarified he didn't, but now I can't unsee that you look like no, a possum. No, I mean, maybe, yeah. I, uh, I so, think as well, it doesn't matter. Mm. I mean, I'm going to take the glasses off for anybody who is looking. I think it doesn't help with the glasses. Well, I, if I take my glasses off, I can't see my hair, so that's better. Um, oh I don't know. It, it's a whole thing. But you're right. When I wear mm. uh, my big pink fluffy hat. Yes, which uh, I love. She's this Russian pink that fluffy hat. It's amazing. It's very exciting. Um, but it sort of smooths it down and stops it going. Yes, it does. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's not quite so cold. Walking um. around with my pink fluffy hat as a styling aid. <laughs> um is You're not... saying you won't wear that in middle of summer? That's well, that's what I'm saying. Because I mean, yesterday I was like, right, well, I've got to put the pink fluffy hat on because I thought <laughs> my hair will go really peculiar. And then it wasn't cold enough. And, <gasps> you and sleep then... in it. Maybe. That's Maybe. the way to go. So I sleep in heatless curlers. You sleep in pink fluffy hat. I mean, I do sometimes wear a hat to bed because, <laughs> because I get too cold. And wear my Chris hair is so bit. happy right He's now. He's a lucky man. man. He's a lucky man. <laughs> Oh my goodness. so that's my lego that's hair. you yes so, and then um, mine is um so i'm basically i am growing mine as well 
just because I want to. Um, so I've decided to become like Rapunzel. I just I'm obviously going through a midlife crisis, going to be 40 in a couple of years. And clearly I want to grow it before it all falls out and I get older. And then I have to have that, you know, that really short curled do that everyone in Britain seems to have when you get to a certain age. I really hope we don't become like that. Oh, yeah, no. Well, mm. I could go like that. I mean, I feel that I'm close. I mean, mine would curl beautifully. I just don't know if I would, it would work for me is what I'm saying. I don't think it would. Um, so I sleep at the moment in heatless curl. There's this new, I mean, it's not a new craze, is it? For goodness sake, they did this back in the day before curling tongs came in, like doing a sock and tie. Yeah, but those like silky ones now are yes. thing on Instagram, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So I've got one of those, three pounds, thought, right, let's give this a go because my hair gets really matted now overnight. I think I just sleep and it just goes everywhere. Um, but I've done a little tight overnight and it's got a little, you, you've been very kind, but to me, this is poodle. It's giving poodle. It's, um, I've tried to brush it. I, that actually made it worse because now it's kind of like clumping together and just like, becoming one big so i've tried to pull it apart but yeah i mean look it works really well i think it's just don't it's wind not, so tight yeah it's not as relaxed sort of beachy waves no. as it was at the beginning of the week so yes. i don't know if we said but Gemma's hair is well past your shoulders isn't it and it's yes yeah um, it's very lovely hair um <laughs> and i think earlier in the week it was doing that kind of just like mm. natural waves beachy kind of yes i yeah. just happen to wake up looking with amazing um today <laughs> is a little tighter yes that's very sweet of you yes it is just a little i mean to be fair i did wind it a lot tighter so i did go to bed thinking oh this is great look it's really tight back it's gonna be great and i woke up and as soon as i opened it it was like oh dear well, i think yeah. it's because the curls are sort of up round your face yeah. just the ends and i've already got a big face so kind of like the big face that's then you know and but then it's flat by the root so it's kind of like going down and then it's like triangle head um it's not i mean i'm not going out today so that's great well then that's all right i did go get animal feed and i do think i got quite a few looks in the farm shop and they were questioning things but they said nothing which is lovely i do i mean it, it doesn't it no. doesn't look like the type of hair you'd question no but also that it makes me laugh the fact that i already have wavy mermaid hair and yet i'm doing this to it i know it kind of feels pointless well yeah i mean that would be my one question in the fact that mine yes. hair is pretty well i say it's pretty dead straight mine does that whole like frizzy kink thing so it's yes. not dead straight um but i would love to have wavy hair like yours is naturally yes um, you often straighten your hair um, yes yes yeah, straighten it or decide to curl it or wave it and then i go but i already have wavy i think do you know what it is it's just well, at the moment, it's definitely getting matted. If I don't, I mean, this is such a weird thing now to talk about the podcast. My hair gets matted. It does. <laughs> because I sleep quite vigorously that if I wake up and it's not been plastered or something, at the nape of my neck, it is matted. And then during the day, it will continue to mat. It's horrendous. So this has been helping and I'm not getting matting, which is lovely. Um, but, and it's, it's not hard to do. It takes like a few minutes. It's not a hard thing. It isn't a look, or maybe it is a look, but it's not a great, you know, I think many people are doing this around the world at the moment and the husbands are probably like, really, what are we living with? Because it does, it's like a bouffant that I go to bed with. Because you know, I was thinking about this. So when I was little, my mm. grandma used to, uh, did have that kind of, you know, classic type curl, mm. you know, also slightly like Lego hair, but with curls. Um, Family thing. And she used to have these like sort of hair clips like small yeah. versions of the sort of clip things that hairdressers use to keep your hair out of the way. And she used, to, I guess she used to pin her curls in a way. That's yes. probably the best way of describing yeah. it. And so she would go to bed with, yeah, all these different things. And A, I used to think, isn't that really 
uncomfortable mm. um, but yeah so it's that weird thing isn't it I think because because for years I think ladies have always gone to bed with either curlers or nets or yes you know, back in the 50s it was all sorts of things and you know depending on your texture of hair you might mm. wear like a sort of silk cap and all the rest of it but that's all yeah it's all sort of coming back in I mean obviously I wear a hat to bed in the winter which is not even about styling my hair it's just no warm. Uh, so no but yeah. I've become a 50s housewife is basically what I've just heard in that conversation yeah, so that, I need to I need to review that and, uh, but that's okay because maybe maybe that's really secretly what men would like yes. with a 50s yes. housewife such a turn on god with socks and oh my goodness me wow she's a sexy lady <laughs> But, it's, but my thing with the heated curler thing is I've seen them lots and obviously I don't have any hair to put yeah. in it. Um, but are they comfortable? Because I was like, how uh, not? I will actually say last night, no, because I wound it so tight. Previously, yes, it's not been, it's been like having a little kind of cushion. It's been, it's not honestly been bad at all. But last night, no, I did wind it too tight and it was uncomfortable the whole, the whole night, but I just didn't have the energy to get up and take it out. So I just kind of persevered. But no, so actually, I think lesson learned, if you wind it too tight, you look like poodle. And also it's painful because it was, it was pulling on everything. So yeah. Okay. But I shan't do that again, you see. Shan't no. do that. Okay. Um, right. We have got, before we finish today's podcast... We are going to finally, because we've been to this the last two episodes and we keep forgetting, we're bringing in our weekly win. Okay. There would be a whinge, but we haven't got one. So we're bringing in our weekly win. But one each. No whinging. No whinging, Alice. Stop it. Um, And mine is kind of, I would say business related, actually, because I uncovered, it's not a new tool, guys. It's not. But it's the fact that I've just started using it. Chat GBT. And the fact that I finally understood and grasped how to use it. So that for me was a big win because I managed to write three blogs or it wrote three blogs for me in a couple of hours. Um, and I then edited them because I was always worried thinking it's going to sound very roboty. But actually, you can really tweak how you ask the question saying maybe I don't know write me a blog in a relaxed tone with this this and this and it will write it really well and then you just go back in um and uh, kind of put your flavor your kind of personality on it which is what I did so actually it sped up my kind of process very quickly I'm still definitely going to write a lot of blogs myself because of the reviews that I do and things but just for some bulk ones to help try and get some SEOs up and get all this kind of search engine optimization apparently it's meant to really help with that so so that for me was a big win that i actually learned to use a new tool but i also think and that's i mean obviously we're keeping keeping our wins short but i I know nothing about like ai technology or anything like that and so i think that's a kind of pod in itself of understanding oh yeah well and the fact that eventually there'll be robots and they won't need us (laughs) and then we can just spend our time worrying about our hair yes Uh, oh yay (laughs) my weekly win this week um was the fact that on thursday so i tend to like you meal plan meal prep yeah um but i had a busy weekend last weekend hadn't got on top of everything Mm -hmm. and um so then on thursday whilst i was doing an easy quick dinner for me and my husband um i also was making the bolognese I'm sure I did this on Thursday. Uh, um, or maybe I did it Wednesday now. Can't remember. Anyway, whilst yep. cooking one meal for that evening yep. was making my bolognese that meant when I got home from work, last, or when both of us got home from work last night, it was a case of been a long week, glass of wine, mm-hmm. can of beer, whatever. Um, and yeah, bolognese on the stove. And that was it. It was like... Perfect. 
one pound to clear up or two, yeah. or yeah. two boiling spaghetti. And I was pleased with myself. And as I say, I often do this in batches, but it was done in the week. Nice. Quite happy and was feeling very happy with my uh, my past yeah. last night. So that was my little win that last night's dinner was really simple. And nice. Very little time taken. Yeah, so, I like that. It's a small thing sometimes, isn't it? It's all these small things together, but it does make a difference. And just yeah. you're kind of like, mm, that was good. I liked that. Yeah. yeah. No, I was, I was, I was, I was happy with myself. Happy yeah. With Pat myself. on the back moment. It was. It was. I mean, as I say, I do often, you know, do the batch cooking, but it tends to be at mm-hmm. the weekend, and so often in the week I'll be like, oh, I can't be bothered. But yeah, I did it. Well so. done, you. Well done. I love it. Right, <laughs> that is it for today's episode. A little bit eclectic, one would call that. A bit of everything. Yes. Yes. But you know, they were essential subjects. They were, and they were hot topics, and they were what happened this week, and it was real time. So there we go. So we hope you enjoyed this episode today. Yes. And we're going out next Friday at 5 a.m. again, BST. I'm getting used to all this terminology now. You're very clever. I try um, to be, not really. <laughs> yeah. Wing so it. Listen to it. Well, and yeah, then there'll be another episode the following week. I mean, we're just, it's amazing. Yeah. We're just going to continue. <laughs> I love it. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Not Your Typical Mums. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. See See you next Friday. Friday.